I have a question for you. No. Do you think a gorilla could beat up a grizzly bear? All right. Welcome to Pass the Paint. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm telling. And we have our first guest today. Is there a first? Yeah, I don't think we've had a guest before. Uh, yeah, first guest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've done like five episodes and you've I already know. forgotten about it. Listen, I used to do a podcast. It's all blurs together. Um, <laughs> we got our first guest today. Uh, Gwen, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hello, my name is uh, Gwen. My uh, Discord handle, or I guess my Discord nickname on the server is uh, God Emperor's Number One Lesbian. And I think that tells, uh, should tell, like, to the audience. Uh, a lot about myself, so I'm a I'm a philosophy major, uh, women's studies minor, uh, and I really like Warhammer 40k, and I also like uh, really uh, like philosophy and queer theory. Uh, so hopefully, we can talk uh, you know a bit about both of those topics today. Being a Warhammer 40k fan, you're obviously huge into fascism. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I watch Attack on Titan. Uh, oh no! <laughs> All right, we're ending this call right now. <laughs> yeah, I saw the Space Marine, like Primaris Space Marine, one model, and it's like, okay, uh, fascism is cool now. Uh, and then I abandoned like my entire studies. Uh, so that that was cool. <laughs> now you got Mein Kampf on your bedside table. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Ah, okay, I, I so got nothing. I got nothing. You got no jokes. No, no. Jokes. no. All right. Um, so this episode, um, we felt we wanted to have Gwen on because, you know, different perspective than two white dudes. Very boring, straight white dudes. Oh, also, we're the number one can cross Canadian Norway um, Warhammer podcast. Or hey, I gotta say the line. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot the bit. Sorry. Uh, still keeping up with it. We, ha we have two Canadians on, one Norwegian on. So Canada's just better than Norway. So anyways. Wow. Can you disagree? I mean, don't... I don't know. If it's, I mean, it, it is just Norway, but bigger. A little bit. With column more. A, column B. With more fascists. Hmm. Probably true. I don't know. Is our population is probably bigger than Norway's, right? Well, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. Canada's population. <laughs> California has more people than all of Canada. Montana has more people than actually. Is it Montana? I think so. Norway no. population is yeah five point four million. Uh, population of just Vancouver is uh 662,000. Yeah. Uh, um Canada's population. Wow, just googling it doesn't give me an instant result. Failure. Cuz they don't even know. What does stat Canada big. say? Uh 39,300,000 uh basically just under uh 40 million. So we got a little couple more people. That's yeah, almost you. eight times as many. That's actually not as, as much as you'd think. Cause like I bet by area, it's a lot more than eight times bigger. 
Uh, second largest country in the world, right? Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Next to Russia, I believe, right? Is it larger than uh, than the U.S.? I didn't know that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, map projections are weird. Yeah, because they're fake. They're not real. It's not real to scale. Well, map I mean... Projections have made it so that um, Christian nations are bigger. That that that's uh, well, that's not well. That is true, but that's a coincidence. See, that's the the reason I heard was because they made it specifically so Christian nations were bigger, so it seemed like Christianity was a larger part part uh, portion of the world. Is well, where I heard it from. You know that the Earth is a globe, right? Yes, I understand, and how you <laughs> how you how you transfer that to a sheet of paper. Yeah. But there is projections where it's actually to scale. So I don't know. Yeah, those are weird. Those are very strange. Yeah, because they're strange to look at because they're they're, all like. They're only strange because that's how we weren't taught, right? So. No, I I only use globes. I I have a, I have a, I I do have a geography degree, you know? Wow. I I didn't know Talon was such like a right wing weirdo. If it wasn't the way I grew up with it, it's not (laughs) right. Every day, every day I, I move farther left because I hear some fucked up shit at work. Farther left, eh? Yeah. Damn. Because I, I, I recently heard like someone at work, our, our our client got like a huge bonus and I was like, well, that's more money than I'll ever make in my lifetime. Yeah. I move one step left now. <laughs> Next week, Talon's going to be firebombing uh, gas pipelines. <laughs> Well, they're all underwater here. I learned so from Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from Final Fantasy. <laughs> I was radicalized by Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> the planet's crying, telling. Don't you hear it? <laughs> I gotta find the friggin' the crystals of I don't know destiny. There's no or... crystals in Final Fantasy Seven. Get on with it, Jesus! Oh, I thought Fake every fan. Final Fantasy had crystals. No, it's like no. a huge, huge thing they do. Um, not but, everyone. Seven but, doesn't. I don't think eight does. Nine has one. Has one at like the very end. I listen. I don't play any of the modern Final Fantasy games. I like the 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 Nintendo, like the Super Nintendo ones. Those are amazing. Uh, they're okay. No, they're they're fantastic. With the Final, well, Final Fantasy Nine is the best Final Fantasy. No, the Easy. best one is which one has. Which one is it with the Magitek army? Is that six? Yeah, that that's like the most like milk toast, boring answer. It's either I like six or seven. Like those are like the boring non fan answers. I also like the one that has um, Kane. Yeah, Final Fantasy four. Yeah, it the, the the two Super Nintendo ones we got over on this side of the world. Isn't one of them like it was released as something, but it was something yeah. Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Four was released as Final Fantasy Two, and Final Fantasy Six was released as Final Fantasy Three. Okay, well, those are the ones I like. Yes. Those are, I think, uh, the ones I played on the on the DS. Cool. Oh yeah, they did do those for the or was it Game Boy Advance that those came out, or were they? D- I think they were Game Boy Advance. I, I definitely had them on uh, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and then for four, they did like Final Fantasy four the after years where they added like a post, uh, like a time post end game sort of story that yeah. I've never played. Anyways, Final Fantasy four sucks. I was never a big fan of it. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy three and five, 
three and five were my go-tos because you can like change jobs and pick yeah, five, jobs and is classes. Five and the that. one with all the crystals. One, two, three, four, five have crystals off the top of my head probably is that the, one with, with, with the f- ferris the the pirate princess yes that is five yeah that one's excellent yeah anyways uh this is not the final fantasy podcast it should Could be, be. final fantasy is better than warhammer sometimes i've actually yeah. looked for some final fantasy stls i ha- i have um stls of the um PS1 polygons of the Final Fantasy 7 cast. So I, I play Final Fantasy 14, so I was looking for some like Final Fantasy 14 characters. <laughs> and you're looking for of... some you're looking for lewd things of the cat ladies and bunny ladies. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry, All was right. that like a bird or something? I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't no, I, what do you play in Final Fantasy 14? Look at look at my friend my 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 profile pic, dude. Uh, you, you um, play cat, cat girl. girl. Yeah, I'm a cat girl IRL. Mm. That's a little known fact. Like, IRL, you're a cat girl. That's yeah. actually that the my my PFP is actually like uh, an actual photo a, of me. Photo of yourself, yeah. man. You're like a <laughs> you're a drawing. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Very anime pastel colored. Oh no, Chris Chan's universe is coming true. <laughs> The dimensional merge is happening. Man, it sucks know. that we don't live in like, um, like, uh, like an anime like world. A, <laughs> I, so I was gonna shit. say like a, like a video game. I can't believe world. I can't fuck my waifu. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a video game world where you could like wake up every day and be like, I would like to change my appearance and class. Uh, you can. It's called going back to school and plastic surgery and or makeup. Well, yeah, but you can't just do that when you wake up. You, that's a whole process and takes years. You know, if I was making a video game, I'd make it take years. Mm. Video games should be more like real life. That's why I play that Amazon MMO where you have to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I want to live in a transhuman reality where I can just be whatever I want to be. Um, ideally with like time travel so I can like Talent. go back in time. Live on the Talon's one, one step away from getting magnets installed in his hands so he can, <laughs> he can feel the current of live wires, man. No, but I would take a robot arm, though, with like a rocket launcher. That oh, would be cool. yeah. If someone told me, hey, you could get your arm removed and get a perfectly functioning robot arm, I'd be like, done. Yeah, done. No questions. <laughs> I have. Come on. <laughs> Where do I sign? Will I crush my dick if I try to jerk off? No, <laughs> perfect. I'm in. Well, you we can surely get a robot dick as well. No, I don't want to go too far. There's there's <laughs> fine lines in this transhuman future of ours. No, I disagree. Mm. Gwen, what would you, Gwen, what kind of robot part would you get? Um, I feel like uh, Talon already mentioned it. Uh, the bit was funny. funny. A robot dick? <laughs> yeah, might be kind of cool. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know, I feel like robotic spine or something would be, like, probably the most utilitarian answer, um, but the cool answer is I would get a robot arm, and it, like, opens up, and there's, like, a machine gun in it, uh, and then a knife comes out, and there's, like, a chainsaw on the end of it, um, that's my very self-indulgent answer. 
See, think- my my robot arm would open up and there'd be a paintbrush in there, and I'd have like perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, you would have, knows, you would have perfectly. You would have perfect like mathematical control over it. That'd be good. Like lower the sensitivity on it for finer movements. Have you either of you ever seen the Will Smith movie I Robot? No. Uh, there's just a scene where like a robot paints really quickly. Uh, and it's like the emotional climax of the movie, uh, but it's also like very silly the way it's animated. So I remember when that movie came out, my friends saw it in theaters, and they're like, "Oh, it's so good!" And I was like, "This movie looks bad from the trailers. I don't know what you're talking." It's kind of silly. Uh, I'm also very picky and hard to please. I am. You're uh, a snob. My I'm guy. a snob. My friend was going off about how good uh, Tears of the Kingdom is, and I'm like, "It's okay." Yeah, uh, I haven't played it yet. Um... It's Breath of the Wild, but better. I uh, feel like I've kind of had a have. I've kind of had enough of like Breath of the Wild, like forever. Just um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I played a, a few hundred hours of it like, several years ago. Ooh. See, I played like thirty hours of it, and once I beat it, I was like, I'm mm-hmm. done. And I'm like, I tried to go back, and every time I tried try to go back, I'd play for like an hour and be like, mm-hmm. Nah. That's how I feel about a lot of these games. Open worlds can just go away. Uh, hot take: Elden Ring sucks and it's the worst Souls game. Ah, uh, that's uh, not a hot take. That's objective fact. A, Actually, a lot of people don't agree. A it's lot probably not the worst, the but if if they ditch the no, open Blood worlds, <laughs> would be way improved. Hot take: the first half of Bloodborne's hot garbage and doesn't get good until the second half. Well, you probably also think like Dark Souls Two is the best one. I do. Dark Souls Two is the best. <laughs> no. No, it's How'd not. you know? <clears throat> I played all of them. Dark Souls 2 is and, so And you good. have oh terrible takes about these things. Uh, there's a reason Elden Ring went back to a lot of Dark Souls 2 stuff. Because it's amazing. Dark Souls 3 is fun too, but it's just like a you know greatest hits of souls. Yeah, that, well that one's very, um, very meta. Oh, you're using meta very loosey-goosey. Anyways, let's go to actually on topic. Miniatures and sexuality and um gender let's talk about that that's that's our topic today is why warhammer not horny <laughs> no, that's not the topic but <laughs> the thesis of this episode um no i don't know like there, there, uh, it's it's you know obviously it's a tricky weird murky subject obviously but like Games Workshop was, you know, in made in the eighties by a bunch of, you know, guys in their twenties, I presume. So they made uh you know, boobs on minis with nipples and all that. And now it's trying to be a game for children, so they've kind of removed all that. And when you look online for <clears throat> any sort of miniatures like STLs where or just like ST so you're looking up, let's say artisan guild or all these other um miniature producers that just make miniatures for D, a lot of them include pinup models which is like you know sexualized versions of various minis mm-hmm. uh, you see that a lot too with kingdom death they have their regular models and then they have their pinup models well a lot of the third party like warhammer proxies that you can find as well are oh yeah very horny they definitely lean that way hard so, so my question is is like how do you have sexuality and nudity in miniatures without it being just horny bait because 
I don't know. I, I'm very much a type of person who's like, oh, you know, there's like nudity and art is fantastic and amazing. And, you know, we're all humans. We're like, it's just a human body. Get over it. But there is a very fine line from it being tasteful nudity to being uh, exploitative, I guess. Yeah. That's, um, I think that's like a good take. Uh, like, My there's only a good very take. fine line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've awarded you like the, the good take. <laughs> I get a gold star. <laughs> I collect exactly. I can collect 10 gold stars. I can trade them in for a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. How, what's the line? How do you um, like, straddle that? I mean, obviously, everyone yeah. has their own personal line, right? Based on, <clears throat> you know, per- personal upbringing and religion, politics, etc. All the boring stuff. Like, um, like the easy uh, Twitter clapback sassy answer is just, um, like, get women to do it. And the slightly more expansive answer is, like, there is a certain sexual interest which is being reproduced in some miniatures that is, like, in some sexy miniatures more so than others. Uh, and it's just about uh, sort of not having such a patriarchal uh, sexuality communicated mm-hmm. through like the miniature or the the art in general like there I, I feel like um, this can be hard to pin down but is broadly intuitive like when we're looking at a mini like uh, the woman doesn't really look realistic or maybe she looks uh, like in a the the backstory of the mini is a bit like kind of gross and exploitative, um, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, you, you you might see something. I really like those artisan guild ones because, like, at least in my perspective, they're like the goblin. Like the goblin is obviously gonna be cute for anybody who's attracted to women, but at the same time, like, I I don't know. I I kind of feel like there's some character there. Uh, See, I, I was kind of complaining to Talon earlier about the Artisan Guild ones because hmm. um, a lot of the pinup models seem to be human body with animal head, let's say. <clears throat> and it just feels like... Here's the thing. If you look at... like, It's not just Artisan Guild, so I don't want to like pin, pin them down and <laughs> say that they're trash. But you look at a lot of other like miniature companies and even fantasy stuff. Like If you look at uh, like Elder Scrolls and all these games or mm-hmm. all that stuff where you have the male version of the, like, let's say an orc, and it's just like, you know, big, brute, hulking, you know, massive muscle. And then the female orc is just human female, but with orc head. And They're so, missing out on so much. Let me tell yeah, you. That, I mean, well, now people are horny for, like, big, bulky ladies, so, <laughs> you know, they'll change that. But, you know, it's just, it, it feels the female... uh uh, the female gender for these races are very afterthoughty or made mm-hmm. purposely to for male gaze, I suppose. I I think with the um, artisan guild stuff, and I, I guess the only reason we're talking about it is we have all like been looking at them for the last seventy two hours straight because they're so much cool shit. Oh no, I I haven't. Been, I've been looking at other minis. I just know you're you're all about them. Yeah, I, I, I love them. I, I love the uh, the aesthetic. Uh, but you can notice, like, even if you look at the normal humans, human fighters guild, so you can you can see from 
um, even even the normal ones that are like in armor and heroic and whatever, mm-hmm. uh, there's a definite like the dudes are all these super jacked. Where are my femboys at? Oh, femboy knights, let's go! Yeah, the the ladies aren't terrible, but they do have like extremely thick thighs, and mm-hmm. those those hips don't lie. I mean, some some of the miniatures obviously you have to exaggerate proportions because they're so tiny. So you know, I cut them some slack there. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, like uh, where's our where's our anime protagonist boys who are like you know that is a good androgynish. Yeah, you know, uh, fourteen years old, uh, voiced by women, uh, have no defining male characteristics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people on Twitter are gonna say they're like pinnacle of masculinity or some shit. Uh, you just know, <laughs> with anime fans on Twitter. Uh, but, I, but I do think, um, so I think Games Workshop actually does that part of it very well now. Mm-hmm. I do think they, they fail in certain uh, areas, which is... Female so Space the, Marines. Uh, obviously, yes. But also, like, I, I think um, if you look at the uh, the Stormcast miniatures... You can very easily tell which ones are the dudes and which ones are the ladies. Even aside from the boo armor. Well, yeah, because not all of them have that. Don't all the females have boob armor? No, cause, well, some of them have like uh, these, these like overcoats, these tabards um, covering mm. the armor. Um, okay. But you can even just from the design of the uh, of the heads. You can tell because just because of the lines are like slimmer and uh, more softer. Exactly. Uh, So you can you can very easily identify. They are also smaller with their their shoulders aren't quite as broad, whatever. Um, Of course, they also have like um, chaos warriors. There are women that are very much not that, but you can still. I don't know if you can tell at a glance, Um, but certainly they're there and I, I think that's great yeah and the same with the the guard it's just the same bodies right just different heads yeah see I, I feel like they're they're I don't hate the guard ones but I do feel like that's a bit lazy um doesn't it fit the the mo of guard that they're all faceless sort of it, it, it does it does so I'm not I'm not mad about it, and you do also have like just a lot of them. Like if you're fielding, if, if you're playing like Stormcast, and you have you have a battle with them, you ha- you you can afford to have each mini like be identifiably something. And with guard, you're going to have like a hundred of them, and so it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Um, but I do wish they had made them just subtly different. They don't have to give them like very uh, wide hips and. And all of that, but something would have been nice, I think. Uh, this is also just me liking diverse models. And I don't mean like necessarily diverse in the sense that we have to have everyone represented, although I think that's great because it's also more diverse because painting the same thing over and over is boring. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, diversity for the purpose of giving me something different to paint is. Amazing. Also, fifty percent of the world is women, so like cater to them. More too. than fifty, actually. Sure, fifty point five. It's something like that, yeah. Sure. 
which is also why no female space Marines is dumb. You're cutting out more than half your potential recruiting pool. What there's gives? also no, there's also no female witchers and no one cares about that. Anyway. <laughs> um, I think you kind of bring up an interesting point, uh, in like, um, sort of just like head swaps or making like what would otherwise be considered male miniatures into like women or female miniatures. Uh, just with like a head swap or some superficial thing uh, versus sort of the root stormcast goes down where there's more mm-hmm. like dimorphism. And this is uh, uh, sort of an interesting branching off point because Warhammer, especially 40k, is like a very like male-dominated setting. Yep. So uh, there's sort of two things being accomplished in each of these uh ways of going about things in the guard example where men and women are interchangeable but still performing what is usually considered a male role like women in the world of 40k are thus like granted the privilege of performing uh like masculinity or male roles which is great but there's also sort of the the thing where like even if women are like allowed to do male roles still like the sort of overall concept of what femininity is uh, is like still marginalized uh, and that I feel like is maybe done a bit better with the Stormcast in which like some of these miniatures are like obviously feminine but they still like kick ass and they still have the same stats and they're still super cool um, so I feel like mm-hmm. there's kind of highs, uh, good and bad for uh, both approaches uh, and, I, and I don't necessarily see them as like opposed but it's it's just it's sort of an interesting case where we can uh, compare these two. Well, going back to the to the guard, like you could make it a thematic uh, part of the army that the uh, men and women are just interchangeable, and there's really no difference between them. <laughs> versus something like you could go to like the Eldari, and you <laughs> have very distinct male and female models <laughs> uh, there, and. <laughs> um... Well, for that, uh, uh, since you mentioned Eldar, I feel compelled to bring up the fact um, that, so lore-wise, I mean, the models are what they are, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, the Howling Banshee models are all women. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at least as far as the lore is concerned, um, it's a bit murkier um, because because the the Aspect Warriors are not uh, themselves when they're wearing their uh, their armor, uh, so you could be a, 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 a dude wearing the banshee armor, and you become a woman for all intents and purposes because you're becoming the the warrior that <laughs> resides in that armor. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there's there's like a male body inside of the armor, but the armor is visibly feminine, and you become that for the duration of wearing the armor. Yeah, um, I heard about that. It's, it's really fascinating. That's cool as hell. How does that work with Yanari, where they remove the helmet? Like, is it is that in the armor or in the helmet? Uh, I, 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 it's not the armor itself. I don't think. Um, it, it is for. Is the, it like Soul Stone or something that's on the armor? I guess. Uh, I got to be honest. I don't remember, but it is. Wow, fake fan. It's <laughs> adopting for. It's also a bit weird because it's not. Like the Phoenix Lords are 
they when you put on their armor you become them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your personality is like absorbed into it that's not how it is with the aspect warriors um but i do think the the war mask that they wear is supposed to be metaphorical um and sort of more more spiritual mm-hmm. um can you cite uh every single book this was mentioned in uh and every <laughs> yeah. single codex uh if you don't you're of a fake fan <laughs> Of course. Get out of here, too. Uh, I read this on a wiki, actually. I don't read lore, because lore is for nerds, but I actually find Eldar lore is actually very interesting. Lore is for nerds, but I like lore. Yeah. I'm a nerd. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> There's no contradiction in there. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, anyway, like... I don't know, is, is Games Workshop doing the best they can? Maybe not best they can, but are they doing... Do you two think that they're doing quote unquote the best they can for uh ju- just in terms of how much um sexuality that they put in the minis knowing that they want to cater to such a wide audience base um I don't know I I feel like in some areas they do it do it okay in other areas I I wouldn't say um, it's like really, uh, minimum and like, uh, I saw this chart. I don't know how accurate it is, but, um, I'm going to assume that it was mostly accurate of like, uh, gay or queer characters in like all the black li- library novels. It's like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why aren't any of them on the tabletop? Uh, so, mm. um, I can say that about a lot of black library characters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know, I feel like they need to do, you know, in my ideal uh, queer utopian world, I mean, I think they would do a lot more. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe maybe make the new, uh, maybe explore the space marines and their, like, sexuality more. And, and, and sort of, if that's good, if that's, if that's uh, bad due to their conditioning... I was gonna say, don't space marines not have sexuality? Aren't they? Isn't that like bred out of them? Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know too much about space marine lore, but like they're supposed to be like super fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, super fascist warriors that have no desires of their own except for like the strengthening of the state. Um, well, mm. <laughs> they are whatever the author needs them to be in the moment. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I can eat a brain and get their memories. <laughs> That's a weakness of the lore as a whole, I think. This the fact that it's 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 not even like internally consistent. Um for for me, I think um I think Age of Sigmar, the the Age of Sigmar line, mm-hmm. uh the models are really good for that purpose. Like mm-hmm. um it didn't start too many years ago, so we're not all the way there yet. But they they are very good at representing like diverse characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was first really made aware of this when I built some of the um, the high elves, the Lumineth, where every kit I believe is like a sixty forty split. And of course, that's a that's a limitation of the sculpting because there there's always two and two identical uh, figures, so you can't really do yeah. a fifty fifty split. It would get really stupid expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the cool thing about that is that they, uh, at least for some of the kits, it's like six Male dudes and, and, and four, four, four ladies, mm-hmm. six men, six, uh, four women. But for some of them, it's reversed. Um, 
And that, I think, is really good. Well, mm-hmm. Age of Sigmar is pretty good because, you know, it's a they started from scratch. They could do whatever. Mm-hmm. Versus Games Workshop has all these years of baggage and yep. expectations behind it. And they're, they, are, they are changing. Like, they're definitely changing and improving how they're doing things. Yep. It's just going to take some time, um, despite a, a lot of resistance from some of the fans. It, it's definitely, uh, that's a huge part. Like, they have a lot of, um, like, creative debt. Um, and you can't just fix that immediately, especially because we're talking about physical models that have to be sculpted mm-hmm. and and molds made and those are expensive as hell um and then you have to make the kits and it, it's like it's and you gotta pay your cons- employees yeah it's time <laughs> ideally you should it's time <laughs> consuming and it's expensive so they can't just like refresh the whole game in one go it'll probably take decades mm-hmm. I-, I see people like complain like why is this not getting a new model or oh i can't believe like this isn't getting a reprint yet like why isn't this not in stock yet i'm like you guys like don't understand how like timelines and production schedules work, do you? Yeah, just cost like, benefit. Like how many people are going to buy it? Probably a lot of people, but um, is it enough? Well, remember when? What was it? Ninth edition box set where it sold out, and they're like, okay, we're going made to order. Yeah, and they did that, and then everything was out of stock for a long time because they're making all these extra ninth edition starter boxes and people are all mad it's like yeah it's not like they have like a million different factories and they can produce everything at once they kind of have to focus on one thing and y'all wanted this so yeah i don't think people realize quite the the cost of it and um yeah obviously the the time and the logistics that goes into this yeah, I don't think I, I'm. Not, I'm not sure if I said this on an episode or if this was separately. I think I was talking to you, Talon, where we talked about Skullgirls. Um, and so Skullgirls is a fighting 2D fighting game. I think it was a Kickstarter, and they did a Kickstarter to add like two new characters, and they asked for, you know, mm, something mm. like sixty sixty thousand dollars. Let's just say, and people were like, well, "That's way too much money." Like for two characters, like why would you need this much? And they're like, "All right." Uh, this is how much our rent is. This is how much our heating bills are. This is how much <laughs> our salary is. This is how much our insurance costs are. And just broke it all down for their, like, they're like, the $60,000 is just barely enough to do the bare minimum work we need to. Mm. And people were like, oh, okay. And like, we're super understanding. They ended up getting way more than they asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think that's a problem with a lot of companies. And, you know, uh, companies I've worked for as well is that there's not a lot of uh, uh, transparency, I guess, with those sort of things about costs and production plans and scheduling and you know future development. And you know, sometimes I wish Games Workshop would be more open. Like when people complain about how much it costs, it's like, well, there are factories in the UK, so no one's been getting paid like China a couple nope. of cents a day wages. Like people are getting paid. <laughs> theoretically living yeah livable wages yeah because nottingham ain't cheap to live in based on what i know um so that money's got to go somewhere like people got to get paid is the ceo probably being paid more than they should yeah probably but at least the workers aren't making like you know peanuts (laughs) they're not making china factory wages (laughs) no so I, i will give them credit for that Absolutely, absolutely. We need to um, um, we need to outsource uh, the Indom not Indominus uh, the Leviathan box to uh, Sheen uh, factories in China so we can get more of them. 
Oh no. <laughs> no, that's but, bad. <laughs> I, I do think though that so the the miniatures are are one part of it, but mm. of course if you're if you're keenly interested in um well in, in the lore or in the, the themes and all that. Um, and also looking not at what's there, but what's not there. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, like a lot of black library characters don't have um, their own figures. I, I own exactly one. It's Severina rain. I think she's awesome. I've actually read the, her books. Um, one of the few 40 K things I've actually read. Um, but it does seem to me that, that, Games Workshop, they just shy away from anything that's to do with sexuality or even like romance. There, there's a, there's two romances in the Severino Rain novels, and none of them, neither of them, are explicitly called out. Uh, you would have to be like an absolute, just just an illiterate person not to pick up on the subtext. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 that's where it is. Like, well, I, you know, I can kind of see that for 40k, like 40k is such a dour and depressing setting that including any sort of hope or positivity, it kind of goes (laughs) against the, uh, thematic, uh, point of the setting. That to me is just thematically just, just, just absurd though. But here's the thing. I would say include that stuff for other factions, like have that for Tau or Tau is a much more like uplifting faction even though they have their own issues but like you know you can have it so that the imperium is just like and even eldar just very depressed dying you know they're both dying races that are just falling apart of the yeah, but I, I, I think the problem with that thematically is that that's the one thing you can be absolutely sure they <laughs> would be doing like in, these, in the Severina Rain novels, right? There's a lot of depictions of the guards like, yeah, we're at a camp and we're just waiting for our orders and there's nothing happening. You know what they're going to do? Fucking like a lot of it. Because there's nothing else to do. And so to, to ignore that and to ignore the fact that people would like, and, and, I mean, this is another thing, like people, people are brought together in a, in a, you know, relationships formed because of find shared trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, these these people that are depicted in these like Imperial Guard novels would be uh, pretty tightly bonded together. Let's say um, through that, <laughs> I, so I oh no, never mind. Go on. No, I'm just, I, 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 was I, I, else. I cannot believe that this wouldn't be happening at a very large scale because there is nothing else good in the universe. I mean and. I, Sure. I mean, what are you going to say for a mo- uh you're not going to have a whole book about people fucking though. I mean, you probably could. <laughs> I mean, you could, but that's kind of smut. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't see the problem with that. Smut author <laughs> is my dream job, okay? I'm going to be sitting here at 4 a.m. in my bathrobe. Talon's one of those guys who, who who writes the things like her boobs were like giant melons. <laughs> <laughs> they bounced boobily. Yeah, they bounced boobily. She walked breastily. It's like, no, see, my mine would be totally realistic. So they would have that, but also like there would be descriptions of the, the person's like horrible crippling back issues. And it would be very confusing. <laughs> she had terrible back issues because her boobs were so <laughs> 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 just like, what am I reading? Like this is 
somehow both extremely objectionable, but also really he, he gets telling us really into it that'd be mm. like there there was imprints from their bra strap on oh, this is the most confusing spot ever. Like what? Why? It was, it was two sizes too small and was pinned all the time. It was front. It was front latched. Oh my god! It costed <laughs> this much money. <laughs> now it just got even weirder. I like she it. She had to subsist on corn. Uh, not corn, what is it? Corpse. Oh no! She subsists on corn. <laughs> on corn. On corpse starch. Two weeks straight after my <laughs> It didn't even. Say. I thought you were gonna go with that. The women were all fed corn because they're seen as livestock. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! Oh no! All right. Well, I, I, sorry, I go to dark, dark places. You certainly did. But also, like, I, I think you you brought up something interesting there, though, which is the. Um, I mean, we have the we we have a. Although I hate Games Workshop for all the the, the butchery they they've done of like the Tau Empire. What uh, sort of butchery have they done to the Tau? Uh, they, they keep caving to because when Tau came out, they were this hopeful young race with like amazing technology and their society is actually good and functioning. And if I was going to live in 40k and I could choose my place of residence, you bet I'm going to be a human in the Tau Empire because I'll actually have like clean water and healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I like that there's dark aspects to the Tau though because that's real life. Like you know um, you have a you have a caste system which you know i don't agree with and then you then they they introduce like the potential uh brainwashing by the ethereals which is to me that's just stupid because it devalues everything like that's positive that people would want to live there for well not just like i don't mean just like in in a in a philosophical sense of like oh now the society is actually bad it's like yeah obviously it would be Although it would still be better than everything else. Uh, but I think creatively, it's just sort of caving to this um, demands from these people who are just like, they've been exposed to so much grimdark in their life that they, you know, only the most extreme grimdark even gets them gets them a slight tingle. Um, I mean, I, I'm a fan of, you know, the upper elite being uh, hot trash garbage people. Like, you have people like Farsight who has broken away and probably still believes in all the Tao ideals, but not in, you know, the way the Ethereals do yeah, it. So, like, Farsight's Farsight. the closest thing to, like, a good guy in the 40k universe. Well, that's, yeah, well, you say that now, but Games Workshop is going to come out and be like, he was corrupted by chaos. And it's like, now you've just cheapened everything. Yeah, it, because you had a compelling character, but now you had to do this, like, this trite, like, retcon of just like oh they were evil all along it's like all right well you've just like bankrupted yourself creatively i think um i kind of agree with you like it is i think it would have required more like um creative finesse to like work tau more into like how it fits into the universe i wasn't like around back then um but um, no, we're old. Making making Tao like, oh, they're all so evil. They the the ethereals brainwash people. I I feel like that's just like probably like the laziest thing you wanted to you, you could possibly uh-huh. do if you wanted to add mm. character to the faction. Um, like I'm not a Tao player, so I don't have a huge investment in this. But like from a cursory glance, uh, it it feels like the laziest uh, place to take the fa- that take the faction creatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little lazy. Mm. 
But but, but Tao, uh, so the, the the reason I kind of brought them up was not to rant about the lore, but <laughs> um, they also have the 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 thing we talked about. There there's there's um, female minis. Well, there's head swaps mm-hmm. and they, their they shadows the, on. The, they have the the Y on their forehead. Yep. Instead of just a line. Uh, which is a bit like it's a bit cheap, but they made the effort. Like even even going as far as the pilot of the Ghost Heal battlesuit, which is one of my favorite 40k models of all time. Um, the cockpit opens and there is a pilot inside. Now, in 99 of cases, that's going to be glued down. People don't even probably don't even put the pilot in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has head options. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You can make the Ghost Heal pilot a woman. Um. And I think those little touches are, I mean, it's not a huge thing because most of the time you can't see the pilot, but the fact that they yeah, did it's it cute. is, cute. yeah. And I think, I think sends like a message and I think that's, I, I think people just focus on the, uh, Imperium factions because we're human. Yeah. Right. So we want to see ourselves in them yeah. uh, more than any others. Plus, they're kind of like "quote unquote" the main faction, like the Space Marines. Yeah, I, 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 and, and I think it's in big part just like uh, the messaging and marketing around the game centering them. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now you have the Sororitas. They're trying to push as like another main faction, which is "quote unquote" like the faction for women. I love them so much. Yes. And that's um, that's another. Um, I, I want to mention one thing, but then we can we can talk about that because I think there's a lot there uh, to unpack. God, we're unpacking things. Unpacking the video game—that's a good game. <laughs> but before we get there, I think uh, I think the Imperium factions is where for uh, Games Workshop is kind of dropping the ball. Uh, I think they've had several opportunities to make those factions more diverse and inclusive and they have not taken them and i think mm. to their to the detriment Wait, of which factions are we talking about now uh, like space marines oh sure. um but even, even um not talking about them but if your the, space uh, marines black they have to be salamanders uh <laughs> adeptus custodies mm-hmm. um i th- also like me- mechanicus like none of the characters yeah. All, all, all the characters are like male, or at least like look male. Yep. Yeah, this has been female mechanicus in books. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're, well, yeah. Where's my books. robot boobs at, bro? And that's know, where how, one of the places yeah. where you can kind of like hand wave it. But I that kind of hand waving always feels to me very shallow. Yeah, we're just like, oh, you could just say they're women because they're they have robot bodies anyway. Why would you make them look feminine? It's like, well, maybe it's because. I was that, and I would like to keep being that. I, yeah, I was going to say, mecha- mm-hmm. doing female mechanicus seems hard to do uh, without it being just like lazy. Oh, we'll just put boobs on them. Like it's just, uh, I think mechanic mechanicus is a kind of a tricky faction for that. But, You're not but, wrong, but they also haven't done like a mechanicus like upgrade in a while. Like when did mechanicus become a real faction? Like six edition, not that Seven? long ago. Yeah, but you know, I would say like modern quote unquote like Warhammer with them trying to be more diverse and inclusive didn't start until eighth edition. I would say eighth edition was kind of the new start for. Uh, what came out in eighth? That was the uh, Primaris. I, I I think just the dawn of Primaris is the really start of them trying to 
you know, move the story forward and then like start to become more inclusive and stuff. Because the the Tau would have been Tau was two thousand and one or two thousand three. Well, it came out the, the 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 newer kits, the Ghost Keel and the upgraded Fire oh. Warriors and all of that. I think must have been seventh or eighth. Let me scroll through. Seventh edition is when you got the Ghost Keel. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, so, you got a new, new you got a new Crisis Battlesuit team in seventh as well. Mm-hmm. New Warriors, new Breachers. Yeah, breachers are when they because because breachers are a dual oh, kit with fire new? warriors, but yeah. it's just the the old fire warriors kit as far as I know. Because I had some way old fire warriors and they are identical, so I think they just expanded the kit uh, with keeping the same old ones in there. Oh, just added extra parts. Yeah, I see. But um, but yeah, so that would have been around the time when this sort of shift started. And I mean, I can remember Warhammer back in like the mid two thousands and. Uh, how you could be in Games Workshop, and uh, well, there weren't a lot of women around then. No, definitely not. Still aren't locally, but uh, <laughs> that's a, actually a funny, funny thing about that. But uh, never mind that. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to get into uh, the community. So small that I don't want to bring up specific people. Oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think they. Um, I think it was a mistake not to do something with Primaris and Custodes because so, there's, no, okay. there's no reason not to accept hot, hot take. Yep. Um, I would like to see female Space Marines. I would be perfectly fine with Custodes being an all-male faction, though. Um, so the weird thing about that is um, with Space Marines, for a long time, there was this unofficial um lore bit which said that the process doesn't work on on I mean, women even though there was female space marine models back in the day yeah back in rogue trader yeah um but that was only like made canon i think in the horse heresy release of like last year hmm. um that's the first time it was like officially printed and so they didn't have to do that Citation e- needed. Even, even doing that, uh, Primaris, the Primaris upgrade was like call going in and like perfecting the Emperor's process. And yeah, somehow, he could have made female Marines. Yeah, even he failed to do that. It's like, how bad are you guys at your job? <laughs> You're leaving I mean, half, like, you could have twice as many Space Marines. But I mean, nah, you could make it an interesting story aspect with, you know, the Imperium being that sexist that it's like <laughs> but they're clearly not though over. No, but, I know. But, but but for the custodies there there is as far as i know no like um no i know reason but, i'm just thinking in terms of if you have an all-female faction with the sororitas like just have an all-male faction too. make it the custodies to have like a ha- hand created thing by the imperium <laughs> just like beefy like Pure All right. There mass. is one way this works, okay? There's exactly one way. And that is the emperor created them himself and he was super gay. And he explicitly just wanted to be surrounded by like eight foot tall Adonis dudes in golden armor. I like this headcanon a lot. Sure. But personally, like, I um, when I think about it, I, I, I think lore reasons like, are kind of secondary. Mm hmm. And um, what's most important 
is uh, just like how the hobby will be better or how people will be served more or more people will like enjoy the faction and like I don't know I kind of feel like lore reasons are um, sort of ob- obfuscating the fact that a lot of sort of real life opinions politics whatever goes into like the actual creative process of yep. uh, creating because like space moons aren't actually real so like we can look to like a codex or whatever and says oh it's only male but like at the end of the day like somebody just writes a space marine as a woman no for sure like is that going to be any more real or less real than somebody else and it's not real unless it's in a codex (laughs) i know people like that um well so if you but like so to be play devil's advocate here uh let's say you introduce female space marines available custodes would you then have male adeptus sororitas like sister squads (laughs) no no, I wouldn't, and I think the uh, the rationale for that is like an explicitly uh, feminist. And when I say feminist, I mean like female or women's lib, rather than like sort of a vague notion of like equality, because um, mm-hmm. um, there's sort of a difference uh, in like all female groups rather than all male groups. Uh, and that's just sort of like the fact that uh, society and politics affords a certain level of uh, rights to men that they don't to women. Uh, so um, having all male groups is always going to be a little bit more like sort of uh, reifying and like using power structures in a way which uh, usually is like sort of implicitly abusive, where women groups uh, just don't have that baggage. Mm. Um, so, like, I would... I, I actually think that, like, that's why I like uh, Adeptus Aurora so much, is because, like, they're all explicitly women. and like Except for, like, I, the preacher models and stuff, which oh. kind of bugs me. Well, they're, they're yeah. not lore-wise. Or yeah, I don't, cruc- I don't... Like crusader kits or male like preacher kits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Gwen, I don't disagree with you, uh-huh. but I don't think you have to go there mm-hmm. uh, because I think you can have uh, groups like them, like like an all women army. Mm-hmm. You could also have one that was explicitly all men. I don't know how you do it without them just being explicitly sexist in some mm-hmm. way. Um, but I think you have to sort of, you have to, it has to be justified in some way. I think so. So just pointing at like, oh, we have an all, all female army. So obviously we can have an all male army. That's not like, that's not actually a justification for having that. It's just pointing out that something exists. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, again, in the lore, and I actually like the Adeptus Oritas lore because it's oh, very, lore. it's very stupid. Like, <laughs> oh, it, it's it's very like. Well, you didn't say a dog couldn't play basketball. Yes. <laughs> ah, church, you can't have men under arms. It's like, well, we have women under arms. Women. Um. So I think that's that's not it's not uh, clever, but it's it's something. Oh, it's I love it. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Like dumb in like in a good way. Dumb. I, I I would definitely say dumb in a good way. 
Um, and so you can do the same thing. Like I think it would make so sense for some uh, something like um, your Space Marines, your your Black Templars. Mm. They have uh, they have their whole like brotherhood. Mm. And when I look at it, it's like it's almost sort of pathetic. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, brother. It, Black Templar are like the male equivalent of Sororitas because they're both religious nut jobs. Yeah. yeah. And I could definitely see them being like the like real life uh, <laughs> religious orders that have very sort of like, uh, you know, their vows of celibacy and whatnot. <laughs> and so I think you can do that. <laughs> um, but I think absent of something like that, I mean, th- there, there are other, um, ways to do it as well like like we talked about eldar and the mm-hmm. howling banshees which are all women but they're actually not but they are um do we have any other examples from i i have one from from infinity which is um uh, i mentioned when we were talking uh privately the the hawk islam faction of infinity um which is uh a, a neo, I guess, kind of a neo Muslim faction, and they have a unit which, in the lore, is just mentioned that they're all women because the process doesn't work on men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's sort of like in in Infinity, which is a bit more low tech as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like a couple of centuries in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit more <laughs> justifiable to have a process that doesn't work on on men for some reason, but mm-hmm. also it's it's one thing within that universe mm-hmm. and i think completely like you know you know you don't have to do any more with it it's just like yeah that that so, exists yeah so i am um, to go sorry go ahead gwen uh yeah I, I i think that's an interesting i i've heard the argument about black templars before and like mm-hmm. i don't know i think i think that could be a cool direction um and then yeah go ahead mark uh, I was just going to say with, like, I think the female Space Marine ship has kind of sailed at this point. If they didn't yeah. do it with Primaris, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I will say that in lore and, like, Black Library books, at least based on the covers, because I haven't read a lot of them, but there mm. are seemingly putting a lot more women into the books, which yeah. is good. And yep. I think you can do some really interesting things. Again, haven't read the book, so I haven't, I can't really go uh, comment if they've done this or not. But you can do some really interesting things with the Space Marines, you know, being men, but... Mm not not being human ostensibly and not having any sort of like sexual drive or anything like that and you know trying to figure out what they are in this world and you know how are like what how they compare to everyone else mm. yeah and, and like just a side note if you want to think of some dumb lore reason why they don't make women space marines they could be like well we need to produce babies and making Ugh. making things that are not that cannot reproduce we need we need those babies. There's factories. only like thousands of them. It wouldn't matter. Although I know. I know. Workshop I know. I know. Understand. I, it's just, it was some dumb thing I just thought of off of just like two seconds ago, but, trying to think of some dumb justification. But I, yeah. I, I do think though that it's it's very unfortunate that it's um, Space Marines because it's such an obvious poster boy faction. <clears throat> what Age of Sigmar doesn't have a very obvious. Like these I mean, are, Stormcast. yeah. But even even Stormcast don't get the attention that Space Marines do. Mm. Space Marines sell a lot. That's yeah. the thing. People but, buy Space Marines, but Space Marines are sort of forty k mm. in in a 
I mean, it's how the game started, right? It was started with Space Marines. So if if you if you like if you take someone who's not familiar with with 40k, what they do know is like Space Marines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the the iconic image. And I think having them be all dudes is completely separate from any sort of lore decisions or anything just from a real life inclusivity angle unfortunate yeah i would i would definitely well, agree with that and um i just wanted to touch on the book thing like to my understanding like the the better books sort of sort of do that to some extent like a lot of the books aren't necessarily that great and um i i've been reading through the horace heresy novels um because you know of course i like space marines a little bit uh, as a 40k fan <laughs> uh, um but uh, I watched an interview with the guy who wrote the first Horus Heresy book, and he was like, um, "You know, 40k is a really like masculine uh, setting." Uh, and then he he said that he wrote like a bunch of female characters into the book as like uh, sort of uh, how do you say POV characters? Just trying to just to go against that. Yeah, which I thought was cool, uh, especially since this book is like. I think from the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Oh, 2006. Also, it, like also, also, Horace Heresy is pre, you know, pre the whole weird religious em- imperium. Like the, mm. they theoretically should be a lot more chill with women. I guess. I would hope so. You'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't think. I don't think any part of the imperium is explicitly anti-women yeah i i think it's for me it's just the whole religious aspect and uh you know i don't want to go too off topic but religion kind of uh has inherent uh uh ways of treating women at least our modern religions (laughs) you you think uh, so you think religion has a damn that's crazy you're just telling me now (laughs) yeah i think i think a lot of it is like coded um so even if they don't like say explicitly yeah. like the mm-hmm. you know all the weird fucking priest dudes in the ecclesiarchy uh and like the fact that there's like you know uh the 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 super soldiers are all male and like the poster boy faction is all male and uh how militaristic the imperium is like obviously 40k doesn't play by real life's rules but there are certain things that mm-hmm. we can just sort of get the vibe for with how they tell like all these stories and lore and stuff yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like I mean, obviously, I was just gonna say, obviously, with like you know, n- new authors coming in and just you know, cultural shifts and everything, things will change in the lore mm-hmm. and like these. I think a lot of these themes and topics will be discussed in the books if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't think the three of us hasn't haven't read every single book there is, so we can't <laughs> say for <laughs> sure. There's a lot of Black Library books, like a lot. Of I've them. only read a few, and I've. <laughs> They've been pretty alright so yeah. far. I um yeah, they're fine. I, I like the Sisters all. of Battle books. They're they're not bad. Like the um ones with the that one sister character. There's like three books about her. Uh, Freel Stern. No, it's oh. the, she doesn't have a model. She's like a sister superior or something. Gotcha. Are you thinking of the Mark of That's, Faith? Um, yeah, the Mark of Faith one. Yeah, aren't those written by the same uh, woman who did um? The, Rachel uh, Harrison. Rain. Yeah, she did the Severina Rain novels as well. 
Yo, or novel? I can't even remember if it's it, one. Is it Mark of Faith? Uh, no, it's not Mark of Faith I'm thinking of. Um, Fire and Faith? Oh, the Bloody Rose ones. No. Oh. Let me. Well, hold on. I don't know then. I don't read. Cicero Battle Omnibus. Blah, 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 blah. Um, what books are in here? Yeah. Faith and Fire, Hammer and Anvil, Red and Black, and Heart and Soul. Um, they are written by James Swallow, so probably oh. a man. <laughs> but it's uh, they feature uh, Sister Mariah. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, they're good. I, I got the omnibus, on omnibus, on, on yeah, omnibus, omnibus. Um, I can't speak English. What's English? No. Um, no, but they're good. It's uh, like she gets demoted because of something, <laughs> and then like blah 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 blah. Uh, they fight Necrons. I send demons. <laughs> There's a short story where they like they go to a place that's like you know a utopian world. Um, mm. But they have like clones or something like that. So they're like, all right, kill them all and just kill them all. Them. God, <laughs> <laughs> they just murder everyone there, even though it's like a utopian sort of s- civilization. I, I, I noticed in, so in all this, nobody's mentioned Necrons. Yeah, let's, Necrons, whatever. There's that. Yeah, one let's not talk Necron, about them. They're boring. <laughs> There's a trans Necron, I guess. I don't know. Well, Necrons yeah, I, really can be whatever they want. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Necrons I, um, are robots. boring. Robots are boring. That, that was uh, when I read like the Necron ex- excerpt, or like they were the the matriarch and now they're the patriarch, or or, or vice versa. I, don't I, I think it's like, vice versa. I think it's male ah, to female. I think queen, maybe not. Um, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> that was the first time I cared about Necrons. I was like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> and then I stopped caring about Necrons. <laughs> yeah. Then I went. They tried to, to give them personality, but you know. Mm-hmm. And I went back to my Imperium factions. Yo, they're so cool. Yeah. They commit so many war crimes. <laughs> yeah, I love war crimes. That's always a sketchy... It's always a sketchy thing when you're somewhat liberal-minded and you, uh, you're like playing love war and like, oh my god, yeah. these are all awful people. There's a thing called uh, irony that people aren't really aware of anymore. <laughs> That's because, you know... That was that Irony's irony dead. belongs to Gen X. I know. I have millennials too. Gen Z's, you know, Gen Z have their own issues. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay. I don't pay attention to Gen Z. I only do whatever. to get a, get Gen, a sense Gen of how Alpha, Gen Alpha is next or whatever it is. Enjoy yeah. while we can, Gwen. Oh my God, a couple of years. I'm gonna be old in like fucking five years. I'm gonna be like a boomer. There's a very short couple of years where he gets to be relevant, and then you know, I mean, you realize the thing, time has left you behind. You you think you're woke, but then once the next generation comes along, you're just like, oh, I'm not woke anymore. Whatever. I, I guess I'm old. <laughs> I was I was I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, Oh my god, am I gonna become a boomer? Like yes. <laughs> Yes. There is also, nothing you can do to stop it. Side note, I hate that that um that new 40k shooter game, like the Volcan? Doom style shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that they called them not that game in general, but those style of shooters, they call them boomer shooters. It's like mm-hmm. 
But boomers wow. didn't play them. It was Gen X who played those games. Yeah. Like, boomers were the ones who hated those games because they're all violent and <laughs> corrupting the youth. Yeah. So like why call them like boomer shooter like sounds cool, so sure, but like it doesn't actually work fit. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Pedantics. I um, anyways, uh yes, Gwen, you will be old one day and you will also be like you know, I don't think purple people should have the same rights as everyone else. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Back in my day, if someone was purple, it meant they were choking. Listen, I'm going to I'm gonna be trying my best, uh, even when I'm... Well, even when well, I'm that, try that's, what, best, I, that's but... what I try to do, is, like, you listen, I'm not going to complain about Gen Z and what they believe, because they'll turn out just fine, just like we turned out just fine. Um, my hope is that one of these generations will realize that social media is a cancer and stop using it completely. Oh, I'll be wonderful. Uh, one day. <laughs> one day. Back in my day, we didn't we burned trees for fuel. <laughs> Not what, I don't know. Like, I don't know where I'm going with this. Point is you'll get old one day too, Gwen. And it's glorious, honestly. It I don't know. There's a certain point in life where you're like, oh, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Everyone just makes it up as they go along. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'll be dead. What do I care? <laughs> uh, life's awful. Anyways, back to painting. Life is awful. Paint minis. Life's awful. Paint minis. Um, no. How, how long? God, we've been going for a while now. Have you um, ever? So I think I told you this, Mark, before, but. I had a moment like a couple of years ago where I was, I, well, a couple of years before that, I was was going through a pretty, pretty rough crisis of not midlife, I hope, but, uh, listen, at the rate I'm going, I'm, I've hit midlife a while ago. Uh, but, um, I was like, I don't, I don't really do anything like in, in life. I just kind of exist and paint minis. Oh, and then no. at some point, I just like thought about it. And I was like, well, that's actually not like the worst thing you could do with your time. It actually weirdly came about because I was, I was thinking about like Total Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know him? Or... Of course. That yeah. was the game journalist who like passed away of cancer or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah he did a lot of this uh, StarCraft. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, what do they call it? <laughs> what do they call Caster? it? Casting. There you go. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I'm blanking on the term. Uh, yeah. And his, 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 was, his wife. I wasn't the biggest fan of him, but yeah. I, Did she I like get cancer too or something? No, I, uh, not that I know. God, I hope not. I don't think she d- passed away, but I think something b- happened to her like after oh, he no. passed. And it was like, oh, that's a bummer. But I, I, I just remember her saying like he was like when, when he was real bad and he's laying there like half asleep, half awake, reviewing games in his sleep. My God, like oh, talking no. in his sleep, complaining about something. And I just thought like, my first reaction was like, God, imagine like all you've done in, in life is review video games. Then I thought about it a bit more. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's actually kind of a worthwhile thing to do. Mm, sure. Like, that's not I, really I, actually, actually, that's more than a lot of us can, can God, do. And then I thought about like, that in context of miniatures. And I was like, like yeah. ten, 10 years ago, I had an argument with a friend who his argument was that games can be objectively reviewed. And I thought he oh, was a psychopath God. for saying yeah. <laughs> a psychopath. You should, you should, you see, can't, uh... you, how do you objectively review art? Like, come on. I mean, we can all agree that the Gollum game is dog shit and we would have, should have known that from the second <laughs> announcement. Who the fuck wants the Gollum video game? But, 
Check out uh, James Stephanie Sterling's objective video game review. Oh, no. It's, uh, oh, yeah. it's a riot. It's All about right. ethics and games journalism, guys. You know what? I actually believed that for a hot second. And then I very um, quickly realized, like, oh, wait, no. No, it's not. Oh, wait, it's uh, not. I, I remember um, when I was, like, a couple years ago, getting into, like, Warhammer YouTubers, I stumbled across Honest Wargamer. Yeah, because I know people liked him, and then he mentioned about how uh, Gamergate was about ethics and game journalism, and I was like, "Nope!" And oh I no! Any of his things ever again. <laughs> and from all like from people I've talked to, apparently he's a great guy. Maybe he's just you know misremembering that, or was very briefly touching that and didn't like look deeper. But it was not about ethics and games journalism. No, I mean that was that was <laughs> my was not... that was that was my mistake. Like at first, I was taken in by it. And never um, was. No, but 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 like to me, like I saw the surface level stuff. I was like, oh, there's, there's some concerning stuff in here. And then uh, I remember talking to someone, and every, this was around the time when Mass Effect Andromeda came out or was coming out. And we'd like seen the trailer, and the trailer was awful, mm-hmm. and the game was not good. Okay, but no, I uh, we had it. we had a trailer, and everyone was like dogpiling, and I was like, guys, maybe we should like wait until the game's actually out to decide it's bad. And I was called brain dead for having that. <laughs> what I think is a very measured take. And I was like, oh, hang on. Oh, you guys, you're no better than anyone else, are you? And then I left. I am. Um, yeah. At first, I thought you were going to bring up Arch Warhammer or, or the artist. I, I have the unfortunate pleasure of sharing a country with Arch. Oh, uh, no. <sighs> yeah, guy. I've never watched any of his things. I just know people said he was trash. <laughs> he 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 puts on this really funny like fake accent. Um, yeah, and then like says uh, why like I don't know white people need to rule the world or some shit like. <laughs> uh, not not a very you know great person in my opinion. I think he had one of the ones about why there's no black space marines. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's that's another level. <laughs> Let's see. Let's let's go to Arch on YouTube. No. Oh no! <laughs> uh, oh God! Talon's becoming radicalized. <laughs> Actually, everything in it seems like this Andrew uh, Tate guy sure has some interesting <laughs> takes. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Behind the Bastards the other day. It's a lot of fun. Oh, the Andrew Tate one. Oh, they did an Andrew Tate one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just did one about. Um, uh, Vince McMahon as well. Yeah, that one's really good. I don't know who that is. Okay, oh, he he runs WWE. Mm. Big piece of shit. Big so there's piece of shit. there's no. Oh, here's one. Warhammer Plus is killing Warhammer. <laughs> it's killing Warhammer. Twenty five percent of G, GW stock value wiped out. All right, let's see. Games Workshop <laughs> how, stock. How, how is? Oh, you mean how all the stocks are fucking tanking because we're in a recession? All right. Well, let's, uh, that let's, can't let's be see. It. Anyways, let's look at a five year thing, right? So this video came out. All right. It says one year ago. When did it come out exactly? Uh, um, How can I see that? Wait, 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 wait. Arch Warhammer uh, made a video on a uh, Steam pornography game. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. All right, so oh. so I found the video came out on December seventh, 
2021. And uh, all right, oh so we God. had we had a bit of a bubble going in 2020 and 2021. Wonder why? Did anything happen in those years that would make people more interested in Games Workshop? I literally have no idea. Yeah, it couldn't have been anything. No. All right, well, it's just one of those things we'll never know the answer to. And then around December, right, there's a small dip, and it actually dipped pretty low. I, I, okay, hold on, hold on, Gwen. Tactical grid mm. combat? You got me. You got me interested. Okay. <laughs> oh, hang on. Is it, um, is it, oh, God, what's the name of that one? XCOM. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Okay, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about now. It's in the chat. Gwen posted it. Wow, he just hates know, Games Workshop, doesn't he? There's like three <laughs> videos on down 19%. The plunge continues. 25% down. Games Workshop are evil. This is the thing I don't get about him, and same with like Spiky Bits, which, like, Spiky Bits, hot trash. Yeah. Absolutely oh hot God, trash. Spiky Bits. But, like, their whole, like, I guess their whole like content pipeline is just shitting on Games Workshop, but yep. yet they rely on them for their ostensibly their business. Well, yeah, because in between all these videos are videos on like how cool 40k is. <laughs> <laughs> listen, but like listen. same with Spiky Bits is like 3D print everything. It's like fuck buying Games Workshop; they're too expensive. It's like 3D printing's not like yeah, it's cheaper, but also not like I don't know. I'm going to have to, to offset the cost of the actual printer, I'm going to have to print a lot of minis. Yeah, and then you then once you take into account how much you pay for those STLs and how much resin costs uh-huh. and your your time investment to print them and cleaning and the cleaning supplies, like it's, it's not like a cheap hobby. Like, here's the thing, no hobbies are cheap. You think no. Warhammer's expensive? Like, think about pe- like how much people go out and like, how much people spend on alcohol when they go out drinking with friends or something like uh, I've had nights out of town where I could basically buy a new army. No, exactly. Right. You like think about like 40 K like you, unless you're like a competitive tournament player, you're not buying a whole army at once. No. You're probably building over time and spending 50 bucks. Let's just say 50 bucks a month on average. Ain't that bad for a hobby. I, I like, spend I, more I, than I, that. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, sure. Yes. I mean, we're also like deep in it. Deep into we, this. We, we yeah. have problems. Um, <laughs> but like, I spend more than that on video games. And yeah. like, I don't know. Pe- uh, now, between the SDLs and crazy. the cost of resin and the the ISO and the everything else, I, I, I reckon I'd have to pay, like print like thousands of models before I actually start saving money on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can just like print a bane blade with like a liter of resin and like be close to breaking even. A no, liter I, of actually, resin no, no, is no. like sixty bucks. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I I'm just thinking about the price of a bane blade and the price of like a printer. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, I, I mean, if you print like Games Workshop stuff that you get for free off Cults 3D, like yeah, or some. Uh, <laughs> You know, some more uh, suspect things. So let me go to my Tor browser real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, also hear me out. Um, Games Workshop makes a high quality product that's really good. 
No, I, I have friends who like specifically buy recasts and 3D print their minis, and like <sighs> I, I, I just can't like. Okay, here's the thing: I've bought recast Forge World because like Forge World's expensive as hell, but I only buy official Games Workshop stuff because uh, plastics. The plastics super nice. I do a lot. Of, I like to do a lot of conversion work, mm-hmm. and it's a lot easier to do that with plastic, where I can cut yeah. and shave and carve really easily without uh, killing my lungs. Well, uh, like resin they're, they're they're high quality products they're they're good i know they're nice so nice detail and people like, people like to shit on them because they're the top company like they're the number one company right and people like to shit on who's on top which is like fair like i do it about, all the time but <laughs> if you don't care about quality at all and you just want like your your bootleg i don't know you want to like 3d print like an army of knights Mm-hmm. And you just care about like getting the models and you, I don't know, have a printer and you have the like, yeah, okay. You probably save money in the long well, run in the very ta- long run. Here's uh, the thing, Talon, is that you and I specifically, we enjoy the painting more than the plane probably. Yeah. Um, but we enjoy playing, but I think a lot of people who are printing and buying recasts and all this stuff, they're specifically doing it because they want a lot of armies to do a lot of different games with. Versus me, uh, not uh, I, I won't speak for you, but for me, it's like I want to have this army that like you know thematically works, and ha- I have this like head cannon lore for. So I, I'm very much a different Look, type if of you person if, than those people. If you're gonna buy shitty recasts and things, just like buy a base, put a coke can on it, and write like Knight Crusader on the can. Mm-hmm. Done. This this, re- this reminds me of a drama at like. My local game store um there was this this character uh, i think it was like 19 or 20 very young guy um but he would uh get in f- like verbal arguments with people like specifically on the discord um that like they didn't want him proxying stuff like all the time and like using uh unpainted models in tournaments and stuff uh, mm-hmm. and uh he was very like adamantly like into that when the community is pretty like casual and like um like fluff focused uh, uh mm-hmm. but he but he, he he would um be like extremely confrontational like he said w- one time uh like some guy had zero imagination and then he was saying uh like basically to the effect that the store was discriminating against him uh, because they they people like in tournaments uh, they had a painting requirement uh, yeah, he was, oh no! He was a character, um, and he is no longer, you know, allowed. Uh, also, <laughs> call him the Discord. Call, <laughs> calling him a calling him a character is very Canadian of you. <laughs> He's a character. Yeah, yeah. He, his fucking buddy at the store, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, Canada. I, I don't. I don't have anything you know personally against him i think he was being a little you know, bit silly 19 year olds are children essentially ostensibly so so i like, think about me at 19 and i like shudder and i'm just i'm just uh i, I wish him well honestly uh but he needed to, <laughs> to not be doing some of that you know confrontational stuff that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah <laughs> i'm not saying this is how you feel but there's a lot like I, I i don't watch a lot of tv right but uh, we have this like um, Christmas show here, which is like a mock game show. 
Uh, it's like it's structured like a game show, but it's like celebrity actors and you know whatever. Um, and there's a line from that which is one of the guys going like, um, "Oh yeah, it's like objectively, I don't you know I don't have anything against the guy, but subjectively, I hate him." <laughs> I, I, I don't hate him. That's that's not enough to hate somebody for. I just uh, really I have a low bar. <laughs> oh, I hate I hate a lot of I hate most people to be honest. <laughs> My default state is hate. And I include myself in that. Let's see. What 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 things don't I hate? That's the real question. Well, you Not hate painting miniatures, right? I do hate painting miniatures. <laughs> I was painting I was painting for like two hours yesterday. I was like, I it's just it's not it's not doing well for me. Well, you know, I, that, I, 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 I was painting some Infinity yesterday. And uh that was fine. And then I took a break and I wanted to like try undershading some of my my prints and like doing that and trying the new style and uh, it did not go well. I'm sorry. And I need to restart again. That's fine. I can 3D print my models. I can print as many dwarfs as I like. Yeah. But um, man, sometimes it can be a bit frustrating. Some, some yeah, of the... I, I, my... Go ahead. No, go ahead, Gwen. Okay. Some, uh, some of these things that I'm like printing... Uh, just to paint are liking me are like making me uh quite happy to paint again like i'm doing that boss mm-hmm. i'm planning to print some of those goblins like i'm just yeah. exciting to, excited to paint them uh just so I, you know i can get some practice and i can uh, make something that look, looks cool yeah that that was that was me i was all excited to paint those goblins and then i started painting them and then i got frustrated and then <laughs> i put it down i i have a i have a too much of a perfectionist and it really kills me but my big barbarian lady just finished printing. Uh, there's some holes to fill because mm-hmm. because it's such a big model. They have holes put in for draining resin out, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, they are like front facing holes and stuff. And there's like holes Ugh. in her hair, so I gotta do some green stuff work or something just to patch some holes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not sure how I'm gonna paint her. I might try to do like a um. Oh, I don't know. How am I going to shoot myself in the foot here? Let's say I'm going to try to add more color and like interest in it. like not like full on like craft world sort of bright <laughs> colorful thing, but you know, add some that, more that's color what I'm trying to, to do her, now. her skin and stuff. Like you know, it's one of those things that like I Talon, I think you and I are on like the verge of I I don't want to toot our own horns right now, but I think we're good enough that we're on the verge of like discovering what our quote unquote painting style is mm-hmm. and um i'm trying to you know trying to figure it out lean into it try new things to incorporate it and you know you obviously don't want to be a one-trick pony yeah i mean that's what i'm doing right now is i um so i mean the, when i really started to get i guess serious about trying to improve my painting what i was doing and i didn't even realize it like consciously at the time was following someone on like YouTube or something mm-hmm. and trying to like replicate what they were doing in their style. Mm-hmm. And then getting to a certain point where I was like, all right, I can do this now. And then moving on and doing the same to something, someone else. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I would recommend that to anyone. Um, and so now I'm trying to steal the, 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 the style of, of, of the craft world studio uh, folks. And um, you know, very it's, good. It, it's not necessarily that once I, yeah, w- once I learned to do that, because I, I know with myself that I, 
I have the ability to do it. Even though right now, like my first attempt was a horrible failure. Mm-hmm. I know I can do it, like given enough practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily that once I do that, I'm just, just everything's going to be in that style. Mm-hmm. But having those tools in your toolbox and being able to like mix and match different things, invaluable. Mm-hmm. Glenn, what's your take on uh, getting better with painting? Like, what what's helped you? What's uh, what are you striving for? Are you trying to be better at painting, or are you just trying to get shit on the on the model so you can play games? I um, I, I like hardly play any games. Like, I played one game of Bolt Action yesterday, and like that's probably the only game I'm gonna play for like a month. Bolt Action. Yeah, Bolt Action. I've been wanting to try that. It's really fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm a. Uh, I'm definitely more the type of painting person. Uh, I've only been painting for like maybe six or seven months, like with miniatures. I've gotten a lot better. Like, uh, I'm learning how to use the airbrush now, and that's pretty uh, rewarding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, airbrush is one of those things where I enjoy using it for like base coats, mm-hmm. I guess, and like maybe a first highlight mm. but like the real joy for painting with me comes from actually using a brush <laughs> and like push pushing the paint around so it, airbrush is one of those things that i probably should get better at because it would make me a lot quicker mm. at things but also i don't want to mm. so like with my big barbarian lady she's massive so i'm like well i kind of have to use the airbrush in some aspects mm. but then part of me is like but what if i don't what if i just really really work at this slowly mm. and hate myself <laughs> well, I, I think I like the using the airbrush a lot more than you do, and um, mm-hmm. I think I've gotten decent at it lately. Uh, where very often I'll go back in with the airbrush over something that's already painted, and I can get yeah, fairly to, precise to with it. On. Yeah, yeah. Um, at, at this point, I can get fairly precise with it. Um, and I, 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 think I, my, I love that mixed it. style. Like you, you, well, you know the painters I like and and how they work. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. very much that, you know, airbrushing the base stuff, then going in with the brush to do stuff, and then going back in to refine it. I was gonna say because Richard Gray uses airbrush too, right? Um, mostly I think for um, like base colors and mm-hmm. um, sort of like undershading that kind of thing. Um, I would love you know, to have someone. I would love to talk to someone like Richard Gray and just like pick their brain about how they, how they, uh, uh, how they separate their brain out when they're painting something and whether something's going to be for display versus for an army Mm. and like how, what their processes and what their thought processes are and such. I do think what you will will find, because I I thought you were going to say like how they arrived at the style they use. Oh, that's also an interesting subject to come. Yeah, but I, I feel like a lot of the time it's going to be like some I form of laziness. Yeah, no, I know. I know the, the answer is going to be very boring, but I, I know um, yeah. Charles said that in, in one of the videos, like, yeah, I paid a lot of commissions. I needed to get faster. So I started doing like a mixed style because it's faster and I yeah, can paint no, more commissions. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyways, I think that is probably it. Uh, yeah, I think that's the episode. Mm-hmm. Unless any of you, either of you have something else you want to throw in. Nah, I'm going to go print a gorilla and a bear and create a diorama of, um, 
of that fight. Okay, you do that. Uh, Gwen, where do you, you're going to print some goblins, you said. Yes, I'm going to print some goblins, and then I'm going to watch the new Witch from Mercury episode. I know, I'm doing that as soon as I'm off this <laughs> That's why I'm trying to end this as soon as possible, because I need, I need to know what happens. I'm going to cry. Uh, I, it's, the only thing I saw about it, they're like, someone said, oh, if last, if last episode was like getting a gun, uh, like a, a pistol to the side of your head, this is like a double barrel shotgun in your mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> I, know, I was like, oh, uh, okay. things are going to go bad. Uh, there's only like four or five episodes left my for god. the show so my god <laughs> things gotta start happening <laughs> alright uh, thank you for coming on Gwen thanks for being Indeed. our first uh, guest uh, sorry for cool. being two, two old white men who aren't woke enough for you uh, yeah unforgivable uh, the missiles are coming both to your locations for you. <laughs> yeah missiles now <laughs> Gwen's gonna go on Gen Z Twitter and be like, "Cancel these two people." <laughs> Gen Z still use Twitter. Has everyone moved over to like Mastodon or whatever? I don't know. Nah, nah. Twi- people still use Twitter. I'm gonna get. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick the woke mob on you. Gen Gen Z loves you. Elon Musk. That's what I hear. Do they? Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. That's that's why they all buy Teslas. <laughs> they can afford Teslas. I don't know. They make that TikTok money. That's where the money's at, right? <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to our show. And uh, fuck fascism paint minis.